she's nice to my tag. Just letting it all hang out. She's a friend. Ladies and gentlemen, that's right, we are back, we are live, well not live, but uh, welcome back to Fitbit, my name is Ben Lomas and sitting opposite me is a, a comedian who tours the world, the one and only Daryl Joe Singer! Yeah, boys are back in town. The boys are back in town. The boys. We the question back. is, are the killers back in town? That's what everyone. What's on everyone's mind? So, Ben, it is good to be back. The date is what? October third, October fourth. What it's are we? October third. October third, and we haven't done an episode in what three months? Three, uh, just over three months. Yeah, I have gone uh, since we last spoke. I went to uh, started off in Dubbo, of course, oh, as every like, international yes. tour starts. Yes. Dubbo, uh, Hong Kong, Singapore, Sri Lanka, London, Edinburgh. London, Paris, London, Sri Lanka, now back to Melbourne. Wow. And, and me, on the other hand, I went Melbourne, Sydney, Sydney, Melbourne. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yep, yep, yep. We've all got travel going. But the point is, what happened in those months did, uh, I think people who follow my uh, personal uh, Instagram account saw all the food that I was eating. Yes, there was and, a lot of right? food. And, and a lot of people started questioning whether you were stacking on because you were very quiet on the socials. I was very quiet. I was uh, was very quiet. Uh, but that was not, uh, that could be to do with, more to do with the fact that I was just <laughs> hanging on a thread <laughs> <laughs> while I was uh, doing Edinburgh Fringe uh, Festival as well as, uh, you know, some shows in London and stuff like that. It was really, it was a really challenging month, I won't lie. Had some really interesting, uh, um, you know, Ups and downs. Ups lot and of, downs. A lot of ups, a lot of ups. You know, it's, yeah. an, it's a, quite an interesting we're feeling. Doing where you, for the first time. For the first time ever. I was in a new town I've never been to before. I was A town, uh, it's a city. A city, correct. Yes, yes, yes. It's a city. Uh, what's the difference between city and town? If only we had a town planner who is on this well, podcast. Only if we had someone who had nine years' experience in uh, yeah. planning towns. But no, yeah, there, is, there so, is a difference. So uh, it's due to infrastructure. Oh, really? Oh, man. If I if you get, it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So I, um, yeah, I have definitely, uh, definitely, uh, I was very. Um, eager to post all my food stuff online, yeah, uh, I know. especially in Instagram stories, nothing permanently. So everyone has, a, I've, I had a few messages about uh, people being, uh, you know, a bit skeptical about uh, whether I've been putting it back on or well, not. Well, classic example, I yes. was very skeptical yes. and uh, I started getting messages uh, from a friend of ours who hasn't been on the show yet, uh, the comedian Brett Blake. Oh, pretty. And he, he sent me a message going, I'll tell you what, there's been a massive blowout in Edinburgh. He's definitely stacked it on. Right. Now, I started messaging, going, hey, we need to get in the weigh-in. We need to see, you know, how Where, where you, things are at. Where, yes. And you were, you, were, you were busy doing your show. I totally get that. Yeah. And, uh, and then I said, oh, no, I reckon Dill's been pretty good. <laughs> then Brett wrote back, the eyes don't lie. The eyes don't lie. Yeah, because he just what he reckons, mean by that? He just reckons just by looking at you, you can see you'd put on weight. Oh, okay. That's an interesting thing that he would say. I know. But I at the same time, I was like, well, yeah, he could be right. But then a couple of weeks later, you hopped on the scales, you yep. send the picture, it's still under 100. So still under. we're still live. So do we uh, – well, we've got to weigh in. We've got to do the weigh in today. I'm um, very curious because yes, you have been traveling. Yes. You've been running, though. Yes, okay. this is this is what I was uh, going to say. Is that the the, uh, the not the big secret really? But I kept posting about it. I have been I kept up the running. Which so maybe amazing. the first two weeks or whatever Edinburgh is a bit too overwhelming. I didn't really get much uh, exercise done. But after that, I kind of kept the running going. And so as much as I, um, you know, blew out in terms of food, 
I still made sure that I kind of counter it a bit with the exercise. Um, plus, when I went to the Scottish Highlands, I was doing heaps of hiking, like yeah, climbing up mountains totally. and two-hour climbs and shit. So I am confident I'm under 100, but uh, I, I, I reckon I'll put on a maybe a kilo or two. I think the last weigh-in we had, I was like 95, 96, something like that. Yeah, you were doing very well. Yeah. I am not confident. Okay. Okay. Um, and that's because I, 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 in the last three months, I have been going to the gym hard. Yeah. And when I say hard, as I. As in erect. As, as yes. in I walk in there, yeah. I don't need, a, you know, a place yeah. to hold up my towel. It's yeah. rock hard. Yeah. No, I uh, came up with a, a new plan. I followed uh, the same regime as uh, The Rock. Oh, um, speaking of hard. <laughs> uh, so I did that uh, pretty much till about nearly a week and a half ago. You were between a rock and a hard place. Rock and a hard place. Welcome to Fitbit Puns. Um, but no, so I've been doing it and then playing squash three days a week until I got an injury. Okay, when did the injury happen? Now, uh, here's the thing. Everyone is listening is going, oh, Ben's got an injury. <laughs> what a fucking surprise. <laughs> I mean, seriously, how many injuries? There should be a whole new side podcast about Benji, Ben's injuries. Well, Benjuries. It's, it's amazing because it's it's my, and, and we'll talk about this uh, probably on the next pod, but I, I have hurt my other shoulder. So what I was doing is I was doing gym four days on, one day off, four days on. Four different sets of weights, and then I started playing. Wait, four days on, one day off, four days on. So it doesn't follow a weekly pattern. No, it doesn't. Okay. It okay. just uh, has the rest day. At right. the same time, my cardio went from playing squash once a week to three times a week. Mm. So I just reached to this point where I had never felt stronger mm. in my life. And then I stupidly pushed it too hard with the weights. <sighs> got a you twinge. do this all the, time, all the time. Well, this is the thing. I, I was so annoyed with myself because I You should got, be. I, I went three months, three months. Not injuring myself really. Did you take fucking- like photos, take word, check your weight before the injury? Uh, no, I didn't. Okay, but I knew I was heavier because I'd put on muscle. So yes. like I was, I was, I was, but I still wanted to stay under that hundred. So I'll yeah. be very curious. Okay, interesting. Because for me, my goal for this month, uh, this three months that I've been away, was basically to not completely blow out. Yeah, I was allowing myself two, three kilos. Put Mate, it that way. St- I reckon just by looking at it, you're still under a hundred. Yeah, I feel under 100. Like as in because I, I definitely had this con- – because um, there's a uh, promoter in the who do the, uh, the Brisbane gigs, uh, Fidelity, yes. uh, who runs the Brisbane comedy scene since like 25 years or something. Uh, he's someone who's struggled with weight loss a bit over the years and in the last uh, five, six years he's, he's managed to keep it – maintain it. And he said one of the things that he did was when he was losing the big chunks, he'd uh, lose like 10. And then hold off for six months, just hold that weight. He knew he had like twenty more to go. Yeah. But that the, the first ten he'd just hang on to. And so that becomes his norm. Then he makes the next push and the yeah. next ten. Like that he lost about thirty kilos by like slowly over two years. So in that mentality, I was a bit like, okay, let's just treat this three months as a maintenance kind of, you know, normalize the original bet. So, right. Well, so, I still have like, you know, 85 is what I'm meant to be, right? Yeah, In yeah, terms yeah. of goal weight. So I'm still like, you know, even if I was, you know, when I 94 was my lowest, right? So yeah. I was still 9, 10 kilos above what I'm meant to be. Yeah, so totally. rather than uh, rather than getting disheartened that I'm not yet at my goal weight, I thought, okay, let me just maintain this uh, level. Mm-hmm. Maybe one or two kilos might be okay. But I did not want to hold back on enjoying food while I was there. Yeah. Because um, – And boy, did you – Boy, did I. And there's a few <laughs> photos again uh, with, when I was with Nick Cody in, uh, in Asia. We went to – I think my total count over since I left is like 10 or 9 Michelin star restaurants that I managed Whoa. to visit. I thought you could say 10, 9 cheat days, but we – Oh, no, it was a cheat – yeah, it was way more than that. I actually didn't follow uh, the – 
cheat day diet, I was I stuck more or less to the intermittent fasting thing. This is the whole, uh, yep, 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 this yep. is the whole argument I was making at the start of this podcast, which is that um, after a while it becomes so normal that you actually don't even think about it. Yeah. So it's like you know how when you the average person who has three meals a day, including breakfast. Breakfast is never the same time. It's sometimes like, you know, 8 o'clock, sometimes <laughs> 9 o'clock. Yeah. For you know me, I mean? it is on the dot. Yeah, yeah, because you've got the kids and stuff yeah. like that. But, but I mean, in general, like some people yeah. go, oh, I haven't had breakfast. It's 10 a.m. or whatever. Like it, it yeah. hovers between a certain amount. Yeah. That's how I am now with my first meal of the day. So it's 12 roughly when I sort of start to think about food. But sometimes it's 2 o'clock, sometimes it's 1 o'clock, you know. Yeah. And that is something that I maintained while I was overseas because it was good for me to have rules and restrictions that aren't uh, that you don't have to think about. Yeah, totally. So I'm like, you know what? Just uh, the only thing I had needed to focus on while I was there in terms of food was just wait till 12 o'clock. Have some coffees, have some tea, whatever, but just don't eat anything till 12, you know? Yeah. So that was the only thing in terms of what I learned from the podcast that I kept going. That as well as the big, big one for me, the big uh, game shit. Sure, well, well, I might as well get into it, uh, was um, the conscious eating thing. The conscious eating thing that we uh, talked about yes. a lot. Uh, the, the Oprah Winfrey interview with uh, Janine something, Janine Roth, I think it was about how- Ghost eating. Go, the, the ghost children idea <laughs> about knowing that when you're feeling hungry, uh, when you're not actually, it's just to think about, are you actually hungry or is this is some, is this stress? Is this, yep. you know, um, anxiety, whatever, is that what's manifesting in the form of uh, yep. eating? And I would actually consciously try and do that. So I'd eat when I was hungry, I'd eat fucking fried f- haggis. I'd have, you is know. Is that even nice? Oh, man, so good. Man. Fried haggis is man, nice. Haggis is so fucking good. <laughs> What does I it reckon, taste like? Uh, it's like a minced beef, but like a bit with like some it's grain. That rubbery, isn't it? Like a bladder no. of some sort? No, like, no, no, no. Oh. Isn't that what a haggis is? A haggis is like I don't a bladder know. stuffed I never... with like shit, mate. mate. No, dude, you have no idea. This is the thing. I went in just going, I'll just try it. And I just be like, oh, I've done it. But oh, dude, it's fucking amazing, right? I was having so much crap food. Did you have while deep fried pizza over there? No, I didn't. I actually was gonna, um, but I couldn't find it. Deep there fried was... Mars no, same. Two Fuck. things that I uh, yeah. on my agenda Credit that I didn't get into. Um, but also like, you know, fucking like there was this um, uh, creme brulee place that was near my venue and I'd have like <laughs> the, a loyalty card there. <laughs> I love it. Was it actually focused on creme? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah it was cool. just purely was just, creme brulee. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like a boutique sort of thing. You know? yeah. oh, man, I, I, I had a loyalty card. That's how often I was going there. <laughs> and, um, you know, so all those things, I just let myself have it yeah. as long as I – Kept it within that window. Yeah. Sometimes the upper window, you know, I'd have to blow out because sometimes gigs were at 2 a.m. Yeah, you know, so, that. That so having like chocolate crepe at 2 a.m. was incredible. So all those things, I just took out the the shaming angle of uh, a diet that can come in where you you give into a craving and then you start hating yourself. Yeah. Rather than doing that, like the treated it like a cheat day where I'm like, nah, it's fine. Enjoy it. Well, Enjoy the shit out of it. But it's funny because you say that because I I. Again, like uh, Goji Gate. Uh, yes, where people I, who are new, newly joining us, Ben had uh, binged on goji berries covered in chocolate. Yes, became crazy absolutely amount. addicted. Now, then it happened again with something else. Oh, Now, okay. um, I uh, discovered the, a protein bar. There's a particular protein bar from Aldi, uh, which I was like, I'll just get a couple. Stocknoppers? Uh, stock. Oh, when I'm hungry, I have stocknoppers. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, what happens was um, I would get like four or five a week and then I would just eat them a little yeah. bit. And then it went from uh, four to five 
to the last count when I realized I was addicted, I was buying 20 a week. Wow. A week. A week. Now, you can spread that out if you have like a protein bar every day, but it just became that thing where it was generally, I was addicted. That was so yummy. That was so delicious. Is it sugars? Um. There's not much sugar in it. There's like next because I love how you you know you've always talked about your big change was cutting out sugar. But yeah. I wonder if it's sneaking itself in in other. Forms. I think it was, but I think it was also the fact that it felt like a treat. Like it was okay. just that. That's what it was. Yep, 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 and yep. then the thing that tipped me over, I was eating them way too many of them. Was uh, and because I go shopping with my kids, yeah. my daughter Minky goes, "Daddy." <laughs> I think that's enough protein for today. Oh my god! I was like, oh my god! Like if even your child my is child saying, is just stepping in and going, nah. It's an intervention about yeah, protein yeah. bars. You're like a junkie. Yeah, of I became like, bar. and then it was really funny because they're like, like I always make jokes as we walk through, and I always say to my daughter, "Hey Minka, do we need a new lawnmower?" She's like, "No, Daddy, we don't need a new lawnmower." I just go. Through. Why are you asking your child whether like, you need a new lawnmower? They just think it's okay. hilarious what's sold at Aldi, okay. and then I get to protein bars. Ah, uh, I get you. Sorry, sorry, I forgot the Aldi situation. Yeah. So you walk around going, "Do we need this? Do we yeah. need that?" As a joke, and it's just right. like it's just fun, and we just joke around. But then it looks they look like chocolate bars. So how we get out of giving it to the kids is we say it's adult food. Now it still flies, like they just go. We right. say oh, it's adult food, and then they just they just stop. It's great. Like, so what it, what what constitutes uh, in their mind what adult food is? Um, so alcohol, adult, pretty much anything we don't want to give them. Sure, sure, sure. But what do they think it is? Yeah, like, so they think it's alcohol. They think it's uh, quite often it's chocolate. Like, so they uh, know chocolate is an adult food. Yes, they know it's. That's a, so cruel. Yeah, it's great though. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. what we and I posted on on our social. But we started making bliss balls. So yes, like I saw that. Yeah, balls. yeah, yeah. And they've been really good. They're yeah. really healthy. No sugar. Kids love them. I love them. Yeah. Like so, oh. we've kind of done that. And um, but yeah. But so with Minka, uh, she's because she's four. She started to get switched on more. And then mm. there was that thing where she's like, Is she's still four. I thought over three months somehow we might <laughs> just in my head she's grown to five or six now. Well, she sounds like a five year old. Like, right, right, right. Even, well, it's good because her dad sounds like a seven year old. Yeah. Well, no, I had the I had the the, the weirdest one where um. We were at the park and she was pulling faces. Oh, you'll love this. You were pulling faces at this other kid, right? Yeah. And then the other dad jokingly goes, oh, um, oh, if you keep doing that and the wind changes. Yeah. Um, it'll, you know, stay it'll stay there. Like like Minky goes, is that what happened to you? No. Wow. <laughs> I was like, and like part of me as a parent, I was like, this is not good. And then yeah. the comedian me was like, that is just a great, great. Wow. She, she's already better at riffing than you yeah, are. Yeah, she's better than <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it's not a big barrier for her to try and. No, well, you know, I am the king. Know, she's of got the it from her mum. Yeah. yeah, she's got it from so, her mum. So, um, yeah, so she's totally switched on. But she's also working out that she's like, is it really adult food? Like, she's yeah, slowly, yeah, yeah, of course. slowly picking up. So, you'd, you, you, she, she intervenes and tells you you've had enough food. Yeah, which, which has been pretty fun because I've been uh, cooking a lot more at home and yep. just trying to get more into the sort of healthy snacks kind of thing. Right. So, so I just like, I was just going the easy option protein bar, it's healthy snack, but it started just replacing other snacks. Like, yes. Like, like, you know, like, you know, celery sticks, all that kind of other stuff. Yes. So it was just that thing where I was like, I just need to, and I still have them. Like they're really good after squash and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So you get injured, um, exercise then uh, comes to a halt. Uh, this is really interesting. So I did my shoulder. Uh, I was uh, did sorry. Sh- remind me again the timeline. When did the shoulder injury happen? Uh, so no. So Monday a week ago. So about so totally. It's relatively new. Yeah. So in this ten days, you feel like you've put on. Yep. Wow, Ben, what's going on? Okay, tell me. Because I was just hitting a level of fitness I've never hit before. Like mm. I was like. And so, so much so that I was playing so much squash. So not- four days on the, at the gym, one day off, four days on. Uh, how long did that go for? Uh, 
you'll see about two and a half months. You did that for two and a half months. Yes. Okay. And so squash was happening as well during that time. Yeah. And that started just on Mondays and Fridays and then blew out to Monday, Wednesday, Fridays, and sometimes Monday, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. <laughs> okay. Great. great. No, cause, but that's a good thing we've always said. You're trying to find things that the process you enjoy oh. rather than the result. You know what I mean? You enjoy the idea of hanging out with your mates and playing squash. The bo- The bonus is... That it's a cardio workout. It's, the, it's I mean? the most amazing cardio workout. So much so, I I uh, I was getting better, and so I play a very good friend of mine, Jules. Yeah, who's currently overseas at the moment, so it's probably a good thing I have an injury. But I started then playing other people as well, and then I was about to go to the next step and start playing competition squash. Okay, right on. So I've just been really getting into it. Yep. and uh, and it's just been great. So many other um, friends have been joining in. All our creative mates who don't work through the day, it's, it's starting to get into squash. Dogs is actually turning a big thing. Club. Great. And so, but yeah, so that's why when it stopped, like I just felt it, like I was in the middle of a game and it was mm. the deciding game. I've been playing this other guy, Tom, and then something just went snap. Like it would snap, but it just really twinged and I lost all power so in my shoulder. So it was shoulder. during squash? Yeah, it was during squash. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, and so, but then part of me, because I've just entered this new world, because I have never been this fit before. Yes. I couldn't let the game go. So I played play I had to win like still I played through the pain which yeah. I have never done yeah you're like, like Dipper in the 1989 AFL Grand Final exactly punctured or Stella just you know the last five kilometers just shitting myself and still <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so it's like so that's been like I've just loved the routine because I haven't had to travel that much mm. so it's just been getting up in the morning dealing with the kids in the morning afterwards and then knowing that I'll hit squash at 10 so by 10 o'clock sometimes by 10 30 I would have done uh, an hour of weights and an hour and a half of cardio. Yeah, wow. So two and a half hours almost. Yeah, for so me. it was just, I was just, that's why. So when it happened 10 days ago, uh, it was that thing where I didn't go to the gym for four or five days. And right. then, then it hit me. I was like, nah, you can't give up. Because if you don't know, with your shoulder, you can't do 80% of the stuff at the gym. Because you forget, right. if you do shoulders, you use your shoulder. If you do chest, you use your shoulder. If you do arms, you, you sh- yeah. your shoulder is with everything. Right. So I had to really switch it up and go, what can I replace it? So it's just like I'm now on the cross trainer, which I find boring, but I still get up and do it. Yeah, I do yep. legs, I do stomach and um, and butt. So it's just that right. kind of stuff where I was like, okay, I can still do it. It's not what I wanted to do, right? But it was like I had a week where I was like, oh, am I going to fall off the wagon? Am I? Is this it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you feel like you you feel like you've put on a bit since the injury? Yeah, I think a little bit, just because it was like, okay. So not an insignificant amount anyway. No, I don't think so. This is why I'm curious. If you were hitting it so hard though, the four days and one day off, yeah. you know, like uh, did you track how much your weight was? Or yeah, I did. What did you get down to? Uh, I reckon I got down to 97. Yep, right. But then I got down to 97 and then up the weight. So I like I was studying. So it could be days. some muscle building. So yeah, it could be muscle yeah, yeah. And, and I generally felt stronger. Like, yeah, sure, it was of course. Since Man, like, if you're going four days a week and you're not feeling stronger, I would yeah. be like, what are you doing? Because I was getting better at squash. Like yeah, I was yeah, getting yeah, stronger. Yeah, yeah. But then I think that's where I pushed it too far. Interesting. And do you stretch before squash? No. Yeah, right. Do you recommend stretching before squash? No. <laughs> Oh wow! Well, that, well, that's the thing. Like, I would like to. That's uh, that's the thing. Like, I you you've got pretty. Well, you see, you're quite flexible, aren't you? <laughs> what do you mean by that? How does that no. even relate to anything? No, no, no. I'm just like yoga. Like, you don't really need to do it. Like, you're quite yoga. Flexible. Just because I'm brown, you think that we're just inherently born with oh, yoga skills? No, I'm not. Here it is. Oh, three months and the racism <laughs> still exists. No, Look. um, no. I I would say I'm surprisingly um um. Uh, what's the word? Uh, sprite, sprightly. Like, like, like I can. I'm a very bouncy person. Like well, even when I was fat, legged, comfortable. 
Yeah, but also like I, when I was in my drinking days yeah. and I'd go boogieing, I'd uh, get so drunk sometimes I'd do these things called rock slides where I run across the dance floor and then land on my knees and then slide across the floor <laughs> with my knees and then like I was able to fall back like, you know what I mean? While, so imagine you're in a oh, kneeling yeah, yeah. position and then your entire back falls back. And you're not doing ACL. <laughs> Because I'm flexible. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah, that yeah, must yeah. come in handy in, in many of things. Sure. Like, you know, when you're running. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Or yeah. like when you're, you know, just getting up on stage, you know, stage. getting off on stage. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, very mo- mobile. Yeah. Anyway. And <laughs> I uh, I did find that, um, yeah, look, generally I'm not good at stretching, as in I'm lazy. Yeah. I'm very lazy. Do you do it before you go running? I love it. No, I don't. We're talking about it now and I feel like I just need to stretch. Yeah, totally. I I don't and I don't even do it after that much. And then I went for a PT session on Monday, um, my old PT Murat. Oh, yeah. Uh, My first session after three, four months. Three months, yeah. Whatever. And uh, he had a go at me. He was like, oh, you fucked. Like like everything's so tight. Yeah. Um, You know, like basic sort of stretching exercises that I was able to do quite comfortably three months ago. It's like I'm stopping half way yeah so you know what i've done is again like i always say i outsource my stretching to a masseuse so i just pay i've tried that it's so it's so painful well yeah but it's like well you know one hour of pain but then you're sorted for the week yeah so i went to this place vigorous tie that's uh, a really good chain and i did a new one oh, really i did good. one that i've never done before which was uh, they called it vigorous focus so basically for the hour they just focused on my lower back and then uh, below so it, rather than doing anything to do with shoulders or anything like that, they just purely focused on stretching my legs and my calves and stuff like that. Yeah. So I think that 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 sort of put me back to a bit more normal. So like yesterday, I went for a run with Carl Chandler, a uh, previous guest. Yes. How far did you run with him? Uh, we did uh, seven and a half k's. Seven and a half k's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In tracksuit pants. Yeah. Why? People. Yeah. Someone said that to me as well. I saw Dessalo, that. Tommy I saw Dessalo that on the socials. Said. I just. I would boil. I would just, yeah, Tommy was saying the same thing, but I just, I just be, don't think about it. I didn't. Yeah, that's you know, amazing. Yeah, maybe maybe I am. Like uh, there was one time I did tracksuit pants and uh, and 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 uh, you know my Lululemon in uh, oh, which in I Sri Lanka. Right anymore? It's the it, greatest brand in the world. Oh yeah, you're fully oh, sold, aren't you now? Mate, I am. I just that's all I wear well, now. Well, uh, well, just quickly in Sri Lanka, I did it during the humidity, and I was telling. I, I honestly was thought I was going to pass out. So maybe you know there are yeah. moments that I can like feel it more now with Lululemon. And what is it that you like about it? Um, it is so light. It is so durable. Mm. And when you've got kids uh, yeah. and like you want to look, you want to wear active wear that makes you not look like a complete fuckhead. Yeah. There um, is some truth to the idea of maybe dressing for the job you want and rather than the one you have. So in that idea of buying some like, a, you know, because it's not cheap. That's the other problem. No, not at all. So there is a little bit of me that always was a bit more like once I got the, that stuff, you know, I was like excited to wear something. Because I gave you shit. I was like, how could you spend that kind of money? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, let's give it a crack. Yeah, man. My my thing, uh, practically, what I like about it is it it breathes so well that it doesn't stink. Like you know, know, because I sweat a lot during my workouts, and it sort of dries up, and you don't have that pong, that like overbearing pong, you know. Yeah. But uh, but generally, I found that idea psychologically when you've invested in some like you know, and it is an investment. It'll last you a couple of years. And this brings up to a very interesting point. I. I am investing a lot of money because I've got another addiction, which is a good addiction. You and your fucking money. You already owe me $1,000 again, by the way. We'll talk about that. Yeah. Um, uh, Keen the, listeners will be aware <laughs> of what I'm talking about. The um, 
is the flotation tanks. Oh, oh I was on Little Dum Dum Club yesterday on their bonus Patreon episode and we talked about flotation tanks. Now, it is – now, for someone who I meditate every day and then yes. twice a week I go to the Buddha Centre, now yeah. one day a week, I, I'm trying to just keep it down one to one day, day a, day a week. week. Wow, that's a lot. Because it's what, 70, 80 bucks? Yeah, well, if you buy three, you get yeah, 150. Right. Where, are you, where are you going? One in Collingwood. Oh, okay. And uh, it is – I cannot – so close example is I've had a lot of work on. There was one thing where I was like, you know what? I really need to be – nap. kids are up all night. I was right. like, no, I'll do the flotation tank. It was like I took a line – or no, I took half a gram of speed. I did it. I don't know anything focused, about drugs. Yes, right? you do. You've had a problem in the past. You don't <laughs> want to talk about it. I know we tip you to around some dumb shit, right? But this one I'm very adamantly <laughs> want to stamp out. The, but it was just like I, it was. It was like I just got out of there, yeah. And I had all the energy in the world. I was yeah. focused. I was like, and it's so annoying. Like I get. I think I'm saying to get white people buy one. They cost a fortune. Oh, the actual tank. You the mean? actual tank, yeah, where you yeah, could yeah. just do that every freaking day. And it is just, I just can't get over it. So a sensory, it's like you, you're floating, so your ears are under the water, and then your eyes, because when you close, do you close the, the machine? Yep, yep, yep. So it's complete it. darkness. Complete darkness. Did you uh, fall asleep at any point? No. Never fallen asleep? No, no, and I think that's because I do a lot of meditation, so I focus on the breathing. Right, yeah. right. Oh, but you know, not that there's anything wrong with falling asleep as well, but uh, yeah. I just don't know how do, you could. I, I found a way. I think maybe <laughs> my... My um, sleep apnea or whatever that causes me to not have a proper night's sleep. Yeah. Maybe it's sort of once I, you know, once I'm in that sort of relaxed position, it must be knocking me out. It's a really weird feeling to wake up like, because, you know, you are yeah, in the yeah, water yeah. and you're floating and you're like, holy crap. And you just sort of, oh, yeah. okay, that was fun. Um, yeah. But, but, yeah, so you feel quite relaxed afterwards. Oh, but just so focused. Yeah. Because the thing, like, it, for me in particular, as you're away and as you're probably aware, it was that thing where I was like, I feel. Oh, you're did- like Donald Trump. You make a mistake and you just act as if you meant to say it. As you're away and as you're aware. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I, I use it as a reward um, as uh, I was like, oh, you know, like, uh, I'm going to try it. And I was like, oh, I'll do it on the day I clocked a year no drinking, which was a huge yes. milestone. Yes. Uh, and thank you for all the supports. Amazing messages from yeah, all the people. Yeah, I, I was very excited. I, um, you know, in, in the interest of honesty, I actually felt a bit of resentment when you posted that because um, I had hit two years, but I've kind of kept mine under. I didn't put any social media of it, and I'm seeing all the love that you're getting. I'm like, oh, I want a bit of that. You know me because yeah, I'm so fucking needy, yeah, totally, right? I'm totally. so, so super needy. I'm like, oh, people don't know that I've done two years. But yeah, all right, good on you, man. But it's funny. <laughs> yeah, but- and I think because we're such good mates and I know how hard it's been for you. Yes. It's that thing where it's like, I want to do two years. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. I just can't get over it. Like, right. and, and it's so funny because, like, even then, like, I talk about it on stage as well. And I, I was saying just recently, like, you know, I'll, I'll say, hey, ladies and gentlemen, I just quit a year, no drinking. And there's usually just one person at the back who goes, boo. No, 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 who just goes, woo, yeah. Because oh, really? usually wearing pubs and clubs and people don't want to hear your success of not drinking while they're drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, my whole show was about, you know, like, you yeah. know, how I clean myself up since then. And everyone's always been drunk during the show. <laughs> So it's been a fun. It's a fun one to play around as well. Yeah, because yeah, the but, truth is, I'm in a, in a way a little bit jealous of those people who are able to drink and still function. Yeah, it's totally. not that I, I'm not jealous of the drink itself in that way because I just know for me it just ends up in a really bad way. Yeah, so. but I am jealous of the people who can drink for and stop. <laughs> yeah, who can actually have a couple. Yeah, and stop. And stop. Whereas I can't. Oh. Or rather, I was explaining to my friend who was uh, in uh, one of my uh, trips overseas, and uh, I was telling her like how um, I could have a glass of wine tonight. Sure. But 
in a month, I'll be like, oh, you had one one month ago. Have another one. And then two months later, it'll be two wines. And then like, you know, it'll be like, oh, last night you had two wines. Why not have three wines? And it'll, it'll just spiral out. And then out. you'll call your dealer and get another bag of spade. Like. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I mean. It's not so much that I don't think I can trust myself to stop well, at one see, or two I now. I, I, I just can't stop myself one or two six months from now. Yeah. Well, see, I'm, this, I'm similar, but my, my difference is I'll have a couple. I think I can have a couple. I could do it over week period but then i'll know there'll be a day where i know i can ride myself off well this is what i mean this is exactly the same page it's like as soon as you've broken that barrier once it's just a slow drip towards more do you think you'll ever drink it no i don't i've I've thought about it a lot and i don't think i can because it's just that i i know whatever handbrake mechanism that a person needs to you know while drinking to have a normal life i don't have that anymore because as soon as i get to that it's like between four and ten drinks never had one of them Either stop at four or it's 10 plus. Yes. Yeah, so I just know that that's not something, it's not a battle that I can win or rather it's not a battle I think is worth winning because the benefits that I get from being in that sweet pocket of four to seven beers of being happy, it's not worth how overall like the downside. Totally. And and that's what I mean. It's not, and anyone who's listening who thinks that I was like, you know, don't love drinking, man, I fucking love oh, drinking. Man, I love, right. I love the taste. I love the feeling of being drunk. It's not oh. just about the taste of scotch that I miss. I or you know when you lead up drunk. to getting drunk, when you're on the yeah, way Yeah, you know what? You're right. That, that, is, that is the that, best bit. Oh, that's a great point. You're right. Like I'm meeting some friends tonight and, you know, for a piss up and I'm excited about it. But at the yeah. same time, I'm just like, Oh, this is less exciting than when I used to drink and know that yeah. I was joining joining in on the fun of getting drunk. You're right. I never thought about the lead up. I, I been... love the lead up. And, and you're a couple in. You're like, oh, this is going to be such a fun night. Yeah. And then you just keep going. And then, and then of course, it reaches that point where you're like, oh, do I need this 20 second? Oh, yeah. totally. <laughs> and, and, and that's why I feel like even with the diet, like I feel – the reason I haven't blown out. So this, I would say, is the longest. Um, like I guess I, I, we, we should do the weigh-in soon and see exactly where we're at. Yeah, I, totally. uh, um, I think I'm under 100, but I'll be, I'll be pretty close to, you know, nearing well, 100. I think, I and that's but, what we have to work out. But just to quickly finish, I said, go. like, in terms of the weight loss, this is probably the longest I've lost weight and then held onto something. In the past, when I did the triathlon, when I did the bet with my brother, I, I stacked it very yeah. back on very soon. We're stopping the yo-yoing. Right, 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 exactly. Which is so whereas, what we wanted to and do. And I think the biggest kryptonite for the yo-yoing for me was boozing because I'd get onto you know, a bit of a, a, a bender, maybe two yep. or three, and then all of a sudden there's shit food, bad alcohol, and less exercise. Totally. And then it just starts spiraling out, yep. right? Whereas now, as soon as I start that vibe of, oh, hang on, you haven't, uh, you know, I literally had a day in London where it was like a week after and I realized I hadn't eaten any veggies or fruit for a week, right? No veggies. I'm talking like sausage rolls and fucking chicken and burgers. I had, I think I had Shake Shack burgers like three nights in a row. Three nights in a row. It was the only thing that was open after my gig. Shake Shack, what a great night. (laughs) And um, yeah, basically, you know, all that shit. And it hit me. Oh my God, I haven't had fruit. And like, that was because I was conscious of my body. I was going, what am I? I'm feeling weird. What's wrong? Oh, you haven't had, you know, nutrition. So I went for it. Whereas if I was drunk, it would be more suppressed totally. and unaware of what was happening. So I would put it back on. So I feel like, you know, I'm more confident about holding this weight loss uh, a bit more because I'm clear-headed as well as- You know what? I'm impressed because I don't think I could do what you do. I don't think I could go. I, I feel like if I was going to go into the places like Shake Shack, which is yeah. a great name, yeah. um, I would then start, like start going back to those places more often. Like I don't think well, I, I did. Even... I still did. I did yeah. like three nights but, but in a row. Then you were able to pull it back. Yeah, because I'm going to that thing that Oprah Winfrey thing of being consciously yep. eating about it. I'll go. Okay, can have the big. I think the biggest game. We should get her on. Oh man, how amazing <laughs> would that be? Do you have a number? 
Yeah. I think she's doing an open mic in a couple <laughs> of days. <laughs> um, the biggest change for me, I think, is that conscious eating thing because it's about having a think about do you want this? Are you really, you know, do you want to have it? Okay, yeah. good, have it. But then the biggest game changer is not shaming myself for it because I'm going in with a plan, a bit of an idea as to how I'm approaching those three months. I'm like, eat yeah. whatever you want, but as long as you exercise and as long as you do it it's after good, 12 o'clock. Man, it so working. it means that when I do it, I actually enjoy it, which means that when I am full, I stop because it's not like I'm feeling guilty and you're forcing like that, 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 that your cravings, you know, that, that, temporary quick satisfaction you're not forcing it on yourself you actually get it and you're enjoying it and you stop it you know what i mean yeah 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 like it's like um that thing about the uh 12 steps and stuff they talk about you know um, addiction AI. start yeah addiction yep. starts and ends with pain you know you feel yep. a bit of pain whether it's heartache or stress or anxiety so you go for the temporary relief which is drugs food um sex whatever yep. your addiction is and then you get the temporary relief but it's quickly replaced with the pain of giving into the pa- relief yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's back to pain again. So it's that cycle that I'm breaking by not shaming myself in that third moment where it's like totally. you're giving into it, but you're happy to give into it. Because yeah. you're like, you know what? And because I know that now when I give into it, I will pull back when it's done. So I was having lunch with Dasilo, Tommy Dasilo, yes. the Little Dum Dum Club. Uh, and, uh, you know, we bought ramen, getting fried chicken, uh, karage. And there was a last piece of karage that he's like, man, I don't want it. If you want, you go for it. And I was like, I was about to go. My chopsticks ready, you yeah. know, ready to go for the stab and <laughs> shoved down my throat. But I went, oh, I actually don't want this. Like this I had to say to myself in my head. Like, yeah, the, yeah, like yeah. I'm saying, do you want this? No, I don't. What happens if you don't eat it? Nothing. It's like, oh, well, it's a waste of food. It's a waste of karate. But I'm like, yeah, but you actually won't enjoy the taste. All yeah, you're totally. doing is putting, you're going to feel, you know, bloated. You're going to feel shitty. Just let it go. And it was a battle. I'm not going to lie. It's still a struggle for me to try and think like this. Totally. And I just like had to cover it with my napkin just so that I know I won't go for it again. <laughs> but <laughs> Just cover with a napkin. Just like as in, you know, you, just, you yeah. know, what have you wiped your mouth with yeah. or whatever? Just chuck it in there so that it immediately so, it's so like it's, it's off the table. Yeah. It's done. Get it out of here. But it's still a struggle. I won't lie that that moment that there's an instinct, there's a wiring in my brain that wants me to finish all the food that's on the table. Like if there's something in me that doesn't want to keep food or make it go to waste. Yeah. But I'm starting to just accept like, okay, you don't need it. It's fine. And then the same thing in London. Like, like oh, you feel like fruit. Go have some fruit. You have some veggies. Get some salad in you. Um, you know. And it also sets you up. Like I, I it was nice. I uh, went out with the Dave Thornton and a whole bunch of people who were working on a show. Beep test. Yes. And the so Fox we went to Flower Drum. Oh, uh, which yes. Which I've never been to, but yes. I heard good things. And it was that thing where I was like- Do you have the I, duck? Oh, the duck and the pancake. The pancake, the, pan- the pancake texture is one of the best pancake textures for a oh, duck I've ever had. Was, and the service was amazing. And but was, I was on the table with a whole bunch of other comedians and everyone was just piling on the drinks. Like it was right. just a big celebration. Sure. I, I was like, no, I'll stay sober. But what I loved is I realized I haven't been to like a fine dining restaurant pretty much since I started this. And boy, did I just savor the taste. Yeah. Usually I'd be drinking, go, yeah, what's next? Drinking, not next. Oh, uh, when you start, when you say you started this, you mean sobriety. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, understood. So right. I was just like, this is amazing. Right. Like, actually enjoying the food and yes. like, and then going, would you like another one, sir? Actually, yes, I would. Because why? Well, I'm, I'm allowing myself to do this. Yeah. Did squash. Played, uh, you know, did weights at this point. Right. Actually, this is really, I can enjoy this without any guilt whatsoever. Right, right, right. right. It's so cool, it's isn't just, it? It was is just it, amazing. Like, it is that conscious eating thing again. It's like there's some, I'm really big into it. Again, 
you know, we had a little bit of a chuckle about the the the, the ghost children aspect of it, but the truth is, I, I it's been one of the biggest changes for me because it's changing my attitude towards dieting. It's not about the diet itself; it's how I treat the moment of eating because we can't not eat. You always have to eat at some well, point. There are some people who try and very <laughs> ill. <laughs> yeah, exactly, and it's it's a tough one, but. I can see that's where it's like working on the principles of dieting and the principles of where my binge eating comes from rather than the diet itself. Yeah, totally. Is no, what I'm starting to learn. Like, and again, don't get me wrong, off between, I think we've talked about this when I had that uh, deal day issue where I just blew out for a whole fucking week. Um, ironically called a deal day. Um, <laughs> is that I realized so that. close to dildo. <laughs> <laughs> when you say deal day, but you say it so quickly. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah, I just yeah. had the deal day all week. The dildo incident. <laughs> Um, it was realizing that, yes, I've started to become active. I started, uh, you know, be excited about being active, but the binge eating was still a problem. So yeah. now it's nice to know that I'm, I'm still not clear, but I feel like it's Yeah, I'm closer. the same. Because there's this clear. aspect of fetishizing food that one of our listeners, Joe, had sent in that said that was the biggest cha- game changer for her was when she stopped fetishizing food. Yeah. And I want to look more into that because I feel like I definitely do. I love I love enjoying and savoring the moment. People who I toured with found it was really funny. Was that mouth because, pleasure that I was talking about? Yeah, yeah. People I was touring with found it funny because I'd always all, – all the meals we'd go for, I have – um, you know, in comedy, uh, I, I, in, in, when my food, I'd have a thing called the closer. The same way in comedy, you have a bit that's really strong that you want to end the, your gig yeah. on. I have a, somewhere in the meal, something that was best on ground for me, I'd set it aside and I'd finish the meal on the closer. So Cal Wilson, Nick Cody, they all found it funny and they started adopting the idea of the closer. Yeah, it's yeah. good. I like it though. Yeah, but that's again going back into this fetishizing of food. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm holding food in such a high pedestal, pedestal. Like it's like, oh my God, what a great moment this is and stuff yeah. like that. But, you know, there's still moments of improvement. Like when I go to Sri Lanka, my biggest blowout is where so I where are have you going? to – when I went back, I went oh, to yeah, Sri Lanka last week for a week. Right. And, you know, I've been away for a while. It's stress time. I was like, just mom and dad are like, just relax. Whatever you want, we'll just get you to, we'll, we'll eat and we'll have a great time. I was like, oh, this is the problem. This is where we start because I start to treat food as this reward that is there to replace any kind of um, mental struggles that I'm like, no, no, I'm still going to try and keep some controls in. So I still did. I went back to, you know, I did inter- intermittent fasting, just take it as a given. Yeah, right? that's so, what you do. Oh, occasionally, occasionally it might be, you know, 11 o'clock, maybe I might have a late night snack, sure. But yeah. generally, I've got that under control. The the non-carb stuff, yeah. you know, that was a bit more of a conscious effort. But in Sri Lanka, I managed to there's been a the- lot out in the media about how that's not a good thing. At the oh, really? Yeah. Oh, we'll have to save it for yeah. a different episode. There's been huge heaps of articles, a lot of people against it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we- let's talk about that. But no, it's because remember my diet isn't no carbs. It's slow, carbs. slow I have, carbs. I have like lentils and stuff like that. Yeah. But anyway, um, all of that, you know, in Sri Lanka, in the one year ago would have been, hey, you're only in the country for a week. Just cram and shove as much as you can uh, of the foods you like. Yeah. Why are you giggling? No, because it, you, I love it that your food, when you do that back in your country, is mm. totally different to when I go back to Holland. It's drugs. No, it's, <laughs> it's just bags of coke. No, because it's all it's all fried food and chocolate. That's yeah. all it is. Like at least you have like you know curries and different types of foods and stuff like. Well, it's still like rice. It's just heaps of rice and lots of but like. It's still so much like because if you if you go back to Holland and for people who've been there, yeah, it's okay. a thing called FIBO, where I think we've talked <laughs> about it as well. Where no, we it, talked about Svartpeet. Svartpeet, but there's this thing where it's like it's all fried food and it's just a wall of it. and You put coins in, you open there, and you just take the fried food out. It's like it's a, it's vending, a vending machine, machine for fried food. Oh my god! And that's I just I just. 
I need a change of pants. That is so good. <laughs> but then there in Holland, it's you've got uh, fried frikandel, you've got fried uh, cars, you've got fried like anything you possibly fried, and that is traditional Dutch cuisine. And I used to just binge on that when I go back. Yeah, yeah. So for me, I was just happy that I was able to bring in those controls, in spite of that. My mum and dad going, "Hey, let's just go out. Let's just enjoy, celebrate your, you know, being overseas." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, look, guys." I need to change some of my habits. So, it was did they t- notice the difference? Like when you rocked out, like when was the last time you saw them? Oh, of course they saw the difference. It was crazy. Like they saw me uh, in June, just before, just after Thailand. You know, after uh, yeah, wow, yeah, they yeah. must be so proud. Yeah, yeah, it was quite cute actually. I didn't get a chance to talk about this when I saw. You know, I I won the logie at the start of July, and I didn't see them for like three weeks or something afterwards. So from, in my head, it was a bit like old news or whatever. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I got there and uh, and mum had uh, had like decorated my room like with balloons that said congratulations on it and like <laughs> oh, had nice. like a cake and had like a flower garland thing, which I, we don't do flower garlands, but she thought it'd be what funny. Is the flower? What is flower? Like, you know, you like a wreath, like you put on someone oh. or like when you, it's a traditional thing, but it's not in a tradition in I our love family. It. I thought that only happened in Hawaii. <laughs> yeah, it's something like that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's like a lay. But, yeah, it's just this big – and it's not a thing we've ever done in our family, but she thought it would be funny to do. And it was just so sweet and to see how genuinely excited they were about the Logie. And um, yeah, in that sense, they were really, really proud with the way that this year has progressed. Right? Yeah, totally. So I think when I said to them that, oh, look, I know I appreciate the gesture of wanting to, you know, have more treats and stuff, but I'm kind of, you know, I need to not give in to that compulsion to just – binge eat all the time once in a while sure i'll allow myself but they understood i think so the they system can works it's working the still it's not perfect but Remember, it's, def- it's a journey it's, it's yeah, not a destination the vast difference between the start of the year and now is huge for me oh. like so i'm still i'm still you know giving into my impulses when i feel like it but i pull out when i'm ready don't uh, okay you know what i'll let you have that one that was that was fair. That was fair. I did not mean it that way, genuinely. But yes, I would. I would go in, Ben. I would go in very eagerly. But then, when I knew I was about to blow out, <laughs> I'd pull out. All right, let's do this, Wayne. All right, do it. Uh, uh, shall I go first? Yes, you go first. All right, so, um, so uh, let's so say gotta, so it's been three months. And I was thinking, when we did clock, when we both got under hundred, is we're getting close to six months. Yeah, so exactly. So it was the the original uh, clicking over was what April first or something like that. No, I think it? it's end of April. Just like it was no just, man. It was like the start of comedy festival. Did we lose that weight that quickly? Yeah, it was insane. Because yeah. people like, like I, again, I like I just I, have a look at while you're talking. I got a I got a deep hand because I'm in jeans. What is? Oh, I was going to ask you. What's your uh, pre uh, weigh in anything today? I didn't go to the sauna. I didn't do anything. Oh, went to the sauna. You went to the sauna. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell! I thought. I thought, you know, he's probably not going to do it, so I'm not going to do it either. Okay, well, so well, while Dill uh, weighs up, um, it was just the idea of getting to the sauna this morning is uh, my uh, partner has gone away. So I've had the kids to myself. Uh, and uh, and yeah. so just to get to, just to get the sauna, it was like this morning, I, I – um, and for the parents out there, and, and if you're losing – oh, he's right. taking it off, ladies and gentlemen. Yes. I think a testicle just popped out. No, no. Not, Kelvin true. Klein. Oh, I'll tell you what. When you win a Logie, yeah. you change, people. You change. All right, all right. Here we go. Uh, finish what you were saying. Uh, so already this morning, so we are about to finish, which is about midday, uh, just leading up to get here, which we meant at 1130. Right. I had uh, picked up the, I had the kids, uh, fed them breakfast, made them lunch, made dinner for tonight. So you didn't eat anything today? Uh, you know, I had breakfast, had breakfast. What's your breakfast? Uh, my smoothie, like it is every okay, morning. Sure, sure. But then you went to the sauna. 
Uh, wait. Then I then uh, after I made dinner, I then uh, cleaned the house up, then dropped them off at childcare. Right. Then went to the physio. I keep my dad, tripped my shoulder, <laughs> Ian. then did the sauna, went back home, got changed, came here. How long were you in the sauna for? Uh, 45 minutes. Fucking hell. All but right. It, I, it's me right. just trying to get under 100. Yeah, all right. All right, fine. I'll allow it. I'll allow so it. here we go. Um, just before I go, how, how good the carbs these days? Look at that. The carbs look amazing. It's getting better by the day. Yeah. All you right, just, here we go. Honestly. Your ass. You don't really have an ass. I don't have an ass. Don't yeah. give me a compliment. <laughs> I don't have an ass. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here we go. Oh, he's happy. He's happy, people. Um, all right. Yeah. What, do, what have we got? I have um, 97.2. Well done. Under Still under 100. Clap it out. Clap it out. Clap it out. High five. Clap it out. Okay, here All we right. go. Let me put my pants back on. Oh, no. He's going to put his pants back on. Um, yeah, yeah, right. um, you know what you you do have, which I have, is a high bum crack. <laughs> I'm serious. That is, that... My bum. You can't see my bum. Well, no, no. But like, like, like when you bend over, you have a high bum crack. You now, haven't seen my bum crack. I just saw it then. Okay. I just saw it then. You bet. See, bum crack. No, that's not. That's not a bum crack. <laughs> All, right. All right. Take um, the phone with you to take the photo as oh, well. Yeah, that's right. That's All right. Wait, you don't need to take your shorts off. Your shorts are. Okay, I'm going completely. No, Ben. Oh, oh Jesus. All right. All right. Oh, he's taking the shirt off as well. All right. Well, he's really scared about coming here. Yeah. All right. Let's go. Come on. Come on. Oh, right. Bang. Oh, so close. Right. Oh. He's tipped over. He's tipped over, people. Do you want to announce it? Yes, I am 100.8. 100.8. So just 800 grams over. 800 grams over. Look, to be honest. Sit, wait, wait. Sit down first. Come sit at the mic before we talk about this part. Um, this That is not sitting at the mic. You're like going, um, <laughs> when you're actually walking away. All right, so Ben's putting his shirt back on. Uh, I'm trying to give you a bit of read on his face. He's, he seems a bit... He's okay. Yeah, look, I, I'm okay with it, to be honest, because I know I can get back under. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it has been a week of not doing squash. Because mm-hmm. I've been saying to a lot of people as well, the, the hardest bit is now keeping it off. What? Like, us losing it was hard, but nowhere near as hard as then now maintaining it. Like, I, 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 I tell people that, that I find that... But then I enjoy it more. I disagree. I disagree. See, I enjoy it more. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I found losing the weight actually quite like like it was in, it was enjoyable because you were seeing results. Mm. But now maintaining it, there's more a system in my life. I enjoy that more, though I find that harder. Does that make well, sense? Well, mm, I'm I'm still, you know, I, I would say obviously maintaining is much more enjoyable because you get to have more treats, like you know. Yeah, you oh, want. totally. Because, like I said, I replaced. Um, I didn't do the diet essentially. Yeah. I stopped dieting. I just ate whatever I felt like in the moment, but I'd exercise more. Yeah. But the exercise yeah, yeah. didn't feel like a chore because I enjoyed exercising. Yeah. And at the same time, I get to basically have my cake and eat it too, like in that sense, you know? So, what were the final figures? 100.8 for you and 97.2 for me. 97.2. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And now here's the thing. I'd like to publicly announce that from now onwards, I'm going to make a big push. So I didn't, I consciously didn't do any drastic yep. dieting or anything like that in the lead up to this. I just wanted to see, catch catch me where I was at upon returning. Yes. You know, so approximately what, two, three kilos I've put on since I last weigh in. And now from now, I think I want to make one big more, one more big push towards the uh, end of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Uh, me and, too. And then, then have like a good summer body. 
Uh, <laughs> yeah, boy. But no, but no, in all seriousness, like to just sort of go, okay, you cool. You had your fun overseas three months. You didn't well, like. I ate so much duck and goose and <laughs> goose. Fuck, oh man, pizzas and 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 oh, I had the best sausage roll I've ever had in my fucking life at Borough Markets in London. Oh yes. Oh yes, my god, it was. I forget. Though. Oh, it was my brother because I was my brother was there as well. So he and I we, we love food. So we'd go get something, we'd halve it, and then you would keep hopping from different place to the other. So that was a great way to sample a whole Mate, bunch of is, different things. And that's what Mo and I do now. So every yeah. time we do a pub meal, we yeah. halve it. Yeah, So it's perfect. a Parma, we halve it. We went, we went to fancy restaurants and we did the same thing. We'd go, what do you want? Well, I want that one. What do you want this? Right, great. Let's get both of it and then just share it. And yeah, that's a really – especially because servings are so fucking big. Yeah, but no, but so yeah. Look, I was going to say, but not at the fancy restaurant. (laughs) It's a giant plate with this thing, with this tiny thing. No, but um, what I want to say is, yes, yes. I will now say ninety-seven. I'm going to go. Okay, cool. Not bad. That's much less than I thought I was going to. What do you want to get before the end of the year? You know what? I wonder if I could aim for under (sighs) ninety. I wonder seven kilos. We know it gets harder the closer you are to you know your goal weight. But I wonder if that's not an unreasonable goal for me to try and aim I for. Reckon. I reckon. I reckon. I reckon. You know, with with an with the with a fair amount of um, focus again, yep. bringing back some focus. I think, and that, having this on a regular basis, and also, yeah, like, sorry to finish off that last train of thought where I said I didn't want to necessarily, you know, cheat today's weigh-in by doing a uh, yep. a sauna. Even last night, I had a burger. Uh, and chips for dinner. Yeah, I fish had and chips last night. Yeah, yeah. I just, I, I, you know, I've been. I, I went to Gammy uh, on Sunday and yeah. got a whole chicken that I ate <laughs> in one sitting. Well, I watched last night. We uh, we ordered uh, uh, not barramundi. What's the other one? Um, Flake. Blue blue grenadier. Blue grenadier. And I ordered uh, three grilled ones. Like they're pretty big. <laughs> My daughter ate two of them. Oh wow! Like really into fish. Like and I was like, oh, I'm I'm encouraging uh, this. Are you really? Yeah. yeah. Well. Fish, fish, fish. Tayo, mate. Does she, does she, does she, do you want to encourage her to eat more than one serving, though? Uh, no, but no, we, no, the thing is. Isn't that the is problem that you and I have? Any other kid, well, speaking of conscious eating, to bring it ball back, uh, we, with the big thing we have with our kids is if they say they're full, even if there's nothing left on their plate, we yeah. say, yes, that's fine. That's so good. I was talking to mum about this. Um, she did this thing when we were growing up. Um, uh, for the last mouth, which I call the closer. It's not quite the closer because it was more like, you know, just yeah. mashed up food or whatever. Uh, she would refer that final uh, mouthful as the bismillah part, you know, like the God's part. The, oh, this yeah, is, this yeah. is what God has blessed. You know, if you don't eat this one, it's the one that's got the most amount of nutrients. It's got a, all the blessings are in this. So you have to finish this one. And, you know, she's just a parent trying to get the kids oh, to fit. Totally. And I'm like, no, I'm full. But she's like, oh, come on. It's God, you know, God's bit. I asked her, what's going on there? What made you think that was a good idea? Because <laughs> that's for the rest of my life. I have this wiring of wanting to finish the plate bare, right? Because I'm yeah, like totally. sub- subconsciously chasing the bismillah. But... And she said, oh, I, I, I'd never thought about it. And I was like, she goes, oh, because my mom used to do that to me. And it's just this cycle that her mum would so just funny. feed her saying that. So now she's feeding me saying that without actually giving any of us the equipment to go, hey, I'm I'm full, guys. I'm, I'm okay. But that came from a, that came from a nice place because my mum was the opposite. Oh, of course it's coming from a nice place. I'm not having to go, but it's just so guilt. ignorant. What was your mum's guilt? My mum was just like, if you don't finish your plate, what about those kids in Africa who get fuck all? 
And you'd yeah. be like, oh, God. Yeah, then, that really then, stirs up the appetite when you think we, of the kids yeah, starving. We, oh, I remember, I was just like, I remember, I was like, what? Is, like, I remember, and then once mum said, um, what about, she started personalizing it. She's like, what about Mohimbi? How is he going to eat if you can't eat? And I remember just thinking, even like the logic yeah. of that made no sense. What yeah. difference is, like, he's still not eating. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Mohimbi, like, it it's no- an ironic name. It should have been less Himbi, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm all full of Himbi. <laughs> No more Himbi. Um, hey, that's an interesting one because it is. I wonder what else do people? Because um, again, I don't. I don't have kids. I'm not a parent, but I guess you can empathize well, more with the idea. You may of, be one. You just might not know about it. Don't be an idiot. Um, <laughs> the um, the idea of wanting to, you know, nourish your kids. You want your kids to stay alive, and you know, at a certain point, they don't know any better. They yes. will just try and not eat or whatever. But there's also got to be a tipping point when then you have to start listening to what their bodies are saying and saying, oh, I'm full, let's stop. And there's a whole episode, That's and amazing. we will get another parent in to uh, talk about that because I can mm. talk about kids, food, and choking hazards for three hours. Yeah, Because wow. there's that whole issue of when you feed solids and when you don't, and then when you see right. a child choke for the first time, it, it's, so, it's not good. To go moving on ahead now, let's say let look. I I don't. I'm trying to minimize these big public declarations uh, that I make on the podcast. Let's just say you're aiming for nine. No, no, because not because I, not, not because of uh, not being able to do it. I just know I will do it, and I want to try and do it more organically. Do you know yes. what I mean? Like I want to do these things because I'm excited to do it, not because I've told the listeners and that's why I'm doing it. Do you know yep, what I mean? Totally. Because as soon as I make this, if you, honestly, if I was to say, all right, you know. Thousand bucks, I'll get under nine. Well, whatever. You know you I know do I'll it. do it. Yeah. I know I'll find a way to fucking you've got really more, But my, I just want to do it more organically and just like, you know, totally. just go regularly. So I'm going back on the diet. So this is my plan uh, from basically tomorrow onwards because tonight I'm going to Rockpool yep. and I'm just going to binge. Nice. And uh, from tomorrow onwards, I'll get back on the uh, slow carb diet with yep. the intermittent fasting yes. and then, um, and then you know, keep up my regular cardio and start up my PT again. And uh, I think we'll do a weigh-in in about two weeks' time. So not yep, next we'll week we're going to yep. hopefully record a bunch of uh, guest episodes. Yes, we are. And then we'll come back uh, the week after and but we will, do another weigh-in. We will uh, we'll go back to the usual. We will uh, have an episode once a week. Yep. Um, we will also uh, do it uh, more regularly, but we'll also have a guest on every second week. Yes. Uh, the weigh-in will be, my aim is, again, I am so close to it, but I want to get to my goal weight, which is 94. Okay. How how can I ask you uh, a we, bit of a deeper question? So when you which got, you want to save it? No, okay. no, I want to cap, grab it now. Quick while go. Here. You you're very very emotional and um, I'm an emotional guy. Yeah, but also like just in terms of coming under 100. Yes, you're very very like you know yes. uh, driven about staying under 100. How are you feeling now that you know officially you've tipped over? Really okay with it? Yeah, that's interesting. I like that. I wanted. So, I was hoping you'd say that. And why do you reckon you're okay with it? Because I just. I have muscle. Yes. I just haven't had muscles before. <laughs> oh, my uh, gosh. <laughs> I haven't had muscle muscles before. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, I'm glad you. See, I'm glad to hear you say that. Yeah, I'm totally fine with it. I think this is what it is. It is that thing of uh, I'm glad you put it that way because you're reframing your parameters of success. Totally. So the old school method of thinking scales are the only indicator of uh, health yep. and fitness is, is it, you know, scales are some, one of, one of the indicators, of course. Definitely. But it's not the only one. So no. being under 100, over 100, whatever, like it's, it's, it's you being aware that the reason you're over is more to do with muscle and injury or whatever. I'm totally. so glad to hear that because it is, it is, we put too much power into the scale. And we did. And I think, and like. Oh, no, we needed to for the bet. Totally. 
But at the same time, like there's just so many, like there's so many other things, like you know, cardio, yeah. fitness, muscles, strength. And the thing about it is, like, I've been dancing around the high nineties and tipping on that hundred. Mm. The idea is, again, I want that push, and I think that's a great one leading up to summer. Let's yeah. see if we can wipe off another five. Like, yeah, yeah, wipe off five. I like yeah, it. Wipe off five and yeah. stay alive. That's great. I like it. Let's keep the slogan going. Uh, wipe, wipe off five, five stay, stay alive. alive. That's for the next three months. What are we at? October, November. I think it's December. also a TAC commercial. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's what <laughs> oh, I thought well, you were referring know. to. I thought you were the. Well, we came up with something original. <laughs> no, we have never come up with anything original. Everything um, we've done is. <laughs> There's also one person, uh, just before we go, a uh, shout out to the person who uh, sent me a recipe uh, with uh, healthy uh, choc chip biscuits. Um, oh, I know that sounds very, but it was, uh, really appreciate the recipes, uh, especially kids' snacks. Keep them going. They're mm. really, really helpful. So thank you. Uh, share the podcast and uh, thanks for listening. Good to be back. I'm so, Apologies for all the gaps in the episodes, but it was such a difficult time. Uh, we didn't get around to talking about how Ben owes me another $1,000. Uh, we'll get to that. Uh, we'll get to that uh, we know that's not true. Anyway, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Good to be back. Woohoo!